Welcome to Talk Digital, a weekly podcast where we discuss a range of digital tools, techniques, and platforms that will help you grow your business online. This is James, and I'm joined by my very special guests as we talk about things online and marketing. Let's get started. Let's talk digital. So this week, we are talking about something that I suspect a lot of you are currently, or I hope a lot of you are doing, working from home. (laughs) Woohoo! Ho- yeah, hopefully. I think hopefully everyone should be everyone that as can. much as possible. Yes, yeah, as much as absolutely. possible. So I am joined uh, by my virtual <laughs> co-host, Amy. <laughs> Hello. I was <laughs> genuinely going to try and do some kind of robotic voice then. <laughs> it's, it's hopeless. Let's just... No. Let's, let's leave impressions to, well, anyone else. People who couldn't, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. People who can do them. Oh, Fair it enough. makes me sad. So it's um, we are uh, in the midst, or I don't know, at the beginning, God willing, near the end um, of the. Uh, I think we're all self isolating and all that kind of jazz. But we we thought uh, first of all we have the technology, we can uh, rebuild you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but we've got the tech to to keep recording for now. Um, I don't know. Why I said for now, we do have the technology. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're just spitballing some ideas and thinking about what we should be talking about. And we thought, what about seeing if there's anything that we can you know have a chat about working from home looking at the the technology that's available to us what we use uh just kind of talking through some of the options some of the pitfalls some of the advantages and hopefully that will be useful to you mm-hmm. so we well i've been at home well we've been home about the same amount of time right so it's yeah it, it, actually, i've completely lost all track of time i'm gonna say like a week now does that sound about well, right yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be the first full week that I've been working from home. Cool. Okay. So, so let's start. Maybe let's start with, uh, for want of a better expression, the negative. So, um, as far as working from home, <laughs> what are the uh, what are the challenges? <laughs> like, I just, I just mean as far as technology goes, right? Because so, okay. this is this is a digital podcast, so we want to focus on things that we can actually help with and affect change. So, yes, it's not about any of the other burdens that you may all be facing, <laughs> what we can help you with is the technology. So as far as obstacles or issues or that kind of stuff, uh, Amy, what have you what have you faced? What's the, what's the problems? Well, the first thing that we realized on Monday is that my Wi-Fi wasn't necessarily that great or, okay. or something was going on in terms of connectivity. Um, and also, I know this is away from digital, but like at home, I haven't got a desk set up. Mm-hmm. So the issue is that, we then was like, okay, we have an Ethernet cable, that's fine. So I can, you know, connect it to the to the router or Wi-Fi box and everything. And that was all great. But I basically had to make some kind of makeshift setup, and it was very uncomfortable to try and compensate for the fact that my um my Wi-Fi was so terrible. So connection is is something that seems to be kind of frustrating. Okay, so let's let's unpack this a little bit because I think a lot of people say Wi-Fi and uh, let's be clear on whether we're talking about actual Wi-Fi or whether we're talking about just general internet connectivity. I mean, yeah, I have no idea what I'm talking about, do I? <laughs> okay, well, that's not what I meant. I just want to be clear. So so help me understand, your Wi-Fi wasn't great. First of all, how do you assess it's not great? What what couldn't you do? I mean, that's a very good point. Um, so <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure, so we were trying to chat on Google Meet, and I think my camera was just really bad or it was oh it was frozen wasn't it I think I was pretty sure yeah I was frozen for about a good 20 minutes okay so what we're talking here is bandwidth 
So there wasn't there wasn't enough um, oomph behind the, the connectivity. So it was actually a, 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 just a general connection issue rather than specifically your broadband. Right. Sorry, okay. specifically your, your Wi-Fi. I said that wrong. Okay, so the capacity of what your how much data your line could carry was actually slightly on the lower side. And yeah. we, we ran through a couple of tests and we found out that part of that was caused by your Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So Wi-Fi is a a great but temperamental technology. So um, what we do know, to, there's, a, there's a variety of ways that this can be influenced, but one of the things is you can have two, uh, two frequencies on your Wi-Fi, um, and one's 2.4 gigahertz and one's 5 gigahertz. So you might have seen this in Wi-Fi setups. You might have two different things on your Wi-Fi at home that you can connect to, but the 5 gigahertz tends to be a little bit faster um, as far as local traffic goes. Uh, but the range isn't as good. 2.4 goes a little bit further, and that is arguably a little bit slower. But microwaves, mm-hmm. uh, microwave ovens also transmit on a 2.4 gigahertz frequency. So if you're using your microwave at the same time as you're on Wi-Fi, you may well in, uh, experience interference and, and other problems. And that's not necessarily what was going on with you. But if you live in an environment where you are surrounded in quite close proximity by other people, there's mm-hmm. a good chance that other people are going to be bleeding over your Wi-Fi signal and just causing some mess of interference. How dare they? Well, I don't think they're doing it on purpose. <laughs> I think it's just an unfortunate side effect. But okay. Um, <laughs> so what you can do is you can try and change the channel um, of your Wi-Fi router. But in your case, what we found is if we were plugging uh, an Ethernet or a network cable into mm. the back of your router and into your laptop, then your laptop didn't need a Wi-Fi signal. It could just run on the network cable. And that gave us a signal that didn't have any interference. This is and true. therefore, a better one. So we were able to increase the speed of your internet, essentially, at least to your laptop, by plugging a network cable in. Yeah, and, and that's something that, because we did, we had virtual training this week as well. So um, that's how uh, I did. And, um, and it, it went really well and it was nice and consistent because of that so that was helpful but the weirdest thing is so today for instance I'm actually not necessarily plugged into the router so what I would say is and this is not necessarily the best advice I I, I admit you're going to probably be a bit sad that I'm saying this but if you have to move office space because you have a makeshift office then is there something to say that you know if you need to work unplugged from the router and you're not going to have any virtual conferencing or video calls or anything like that with people that then that that's still something that would be fine for doing like in terms of working from home because I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not I'm not rooted in today and this seems this has been pretty decent yeah it's it's not about necessarily just saying oh this is faster therefore better it, mm. it's about being more reliable it's a more consistent connection so wi-fi is going to be influenced by different things during the day as your um as your neighbors start doing more and I don't know whether your neighbors turn their router off that seems like weird behavior but it could happen <laughs> um all, all the reality is if, if like I say, if you've got a, a microwave oven or other things that cause interference, wireless mm. phones, um, and, and by that I'm not talking mobiles, but like landlines, decked phones, that, that kind of stuff, that all of that kind of stuff can cause mm. interference. It depends on what equipment is nearby your router. So if, if you've got it next to or wedged behind your television and there's you know an Xbox and a PlayStation and a, everything else stuff going on, that those are all things that can potentially cause some degree of interference. And so it's going to have an impact. If you want a truly clean environment, then you, you've got to take that router off by itself and, and not have anything else around it. And that isn't necessarily always possible. And your router is, is often quite literally tethered to 
you know, the, well, the wall, essentially. <laughs> so you, you just got to think about what's the best placement for it. Um, but it, it, by plugging a network cable in, you will get a more consistent, more reliable experience. But for sure, if you're not on a video conference, if you're not even on a, a voice over IP, like an internet phone, a Skype call, something like that, yeah, you probably don't care. I don't care. I, I use my laptop wirelessly. If I'm just checking email and I'm doing stuff online, mm. it doesn't bother me at all. It, it's brilliant. I never have any issues. But if I was doing a video-based call, as we have been doing for the last five-ish days, then yes, if possible, I would plug my my laptop, any device, into my router directly. That's that's going to have a big impact. Mm-hmm. So what are, any other issues that you face? Your internet was just crap so we I mean kind of yeah. I feel like I need to make something up now because I think that's no. genuinely well, well no well only because that's that's been like the only problem I faced apart because we're trying to keep this digital obviously yeah, but you don't have you know you don't have to make it up but if you've heard about someone else who's had an issue you can tell the well, truth no. well to, to be fair because I've I've been having zoom calls from some people we are on google meet and hang out and that kind of stuff um and the people what I would say is try and think about getting some kind of headset because mm-hmm. we don't know how long this situation is going to be going on for and the one thing i will say is that because we always speak to one another in video conferencing and all this kind of stuff with a headset on or some kind of yes microphone okay so what, everyone what else of, is, one of us does oh yeah <laughs> Okay, well, my uh, we have headsets, right? And what James is trying to say here is that I don't always wear mine because it hurts my head because it, it squeezes the side of sides of my head and makes my ears go numb. And yesterday I wore it for seven hours straight and I had the worst headache last night. But what I will say is it's really, really good as an idea because the people who I've been speaking to this week who haven't had one on, it's it's been a bit fluffier to try and listen to them. Also, background noise is so, so, um, I would say frustrating, but we unfortunately all have background noise. So I'm wearing a headset right now, and I live about 100 metres away from quite, funnily enough, still quite a busy road. Hmm, not sure what's going on there. But um, so that means that also my neighbours have, again, unsure why, grandchildren over all the time. We don't really know what's going on there either. So I have quite a lot of dogs children traffic noise and luckily enough using something like a headset means that when we've been doing training or when we've been chatting to one another it's not it's not a distraction whereas when I didn't have my headset plugged in you questioned if I had a dog (laughs) which which wasn't mine it was my next door neighbors it was outside doing its usual chatty thing so yeah okay headset so yes (laughs) Wow. Okay. So <laughs> absolutely. Having a headset, you're quite right. So let's just explore that a little bit more. The microphone on the headset is um, uh, is set up essentially to pick up uh, really close noise really well, really crisp, um, mm-hmm. but to pretty much ignore anything further afield. So that's how you can eliminate the background noise. Absolutely. Um, video. And you mentioned your webcam was um, not the greatest quality. Um, but you mentioned yesterday, I think it was, that mine was. Mm-hmm. So we talked about that. And essentially, I use an external webcam. Um, so there was a combination of two things there. First of all, I have a, an external webcam that can, uh, that, or does um, stream 1080p, full high definition. In. Um, yours is a little bit less than that. Combined with your bandwidth issues meant that your video was actually coming to me a bit, a bit crap. 
Uh, I couldn't really make out any definition. Um, but no, we came recommend. to the conclusion that complexion, like my complexion looked pretty good. It was pretty flawless because it was that blurred. So we took it. We took a positive from this, didn't we? I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we, uh, yes, we did assess that everyone with a low resolution camera looked great. Um, but uh, yeah, so having a better quality webcam and having you know the, the the issues or the the workarounds that we talked around before about uh, capacity and, and bandwidth and things like that can help you send um better video quality and if you're doing video conferencing you know that's something that you might want to think about mm. um, it's it's not the end of the world um i think you know every device probably phones tablets laptops all come with webcams built into them and they will all make do for sure you don't have to go out and buy any equipment these are just kind of things that we've addressed what we sort of stuff that we've bought and that kind of stuff um so webcams headsets i mean cool. in terms of webcams and stuff so i will say because because we've always always said this about video and things that the audio tends to be more important so mm -hmm. if if i was you know chatting with somebody online and there was a lot of background noise it, it's irrelevant you know if if they've got a slightly blurry webcam I, I know it's them I know they're there that's fine but if I can't listen to them that's going to be really frustrating so I would probably say and also most I assume most or if not all video conferencing tools will have a mess message box somewhere so you can at least you know type things in now and again if you need to but bad bad audio would really really frustrate me whereas I think you know getting a new webcam if you're going to be showing products to people if you're going to be demonstrating something, you know, off screen, so to speak, then I think that'd be really, really important. Because again, if, if you are trying to demonstrate something and it's blurry, that's going to be really frustrating. Um, so I think just figuring out, because we've, we've talked about this a lot this week in terms of people's receptivity to spending money at the minute. And I, and I think there's going to be this weird moment where we sort of go, we have so much potentially so much time on our hands so <laughs> I think you said it earlier this week you're basically looking for things to buy sometimes <laughs> to, to sort of fill the time and and I found myself doing a lot this week as well but what I would say is only in potentially and please correct me if I'm wrong here but I personally would only look to invest in a new webcam for my setup if I knew that my like I would, I would need to be presenting things to people is that something that is that sound advice or I think so. I mean, are you saying you don't, need, you don't need to consider buying a webcam if you intended to use a webcam? Is that what you're saying? Because, I mean, I definitely agree oh, with that. Oh, I see that. what you mean. Um, no, I'm saying I would, keep, I would keep my setup as it is. So I have my funky, um, already part of my laptop-y webcam setup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I would... Now, slow, I would... slow down a little bit here because, you know, some people aren't necessarily as tech-savvy as you, so... <laughs> Your built-in um, webcam. I mean, yep. hopefully, some people are resonating with where I'm coming from here. Um, so I would, I would, I would only buy an additional one to add as, as a higher quality alternative um, if I was going to be, you know, presenting certain things on screen to people during video conferencing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. I mean, that was that was a very very blurry way of just coming to that conclusion, but. <laughs> It's fantastic. It's the end. Okay. Of, it's the end of what feels like a very long week. Funnily enough. Okay. So, right. Um, <laughs> I I would agree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't advise investing in a webcam unless you intended to use that webcam on a video conferencing 
or something similar. I I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're looking at me like you think I'm having a breakdown. <laughs> no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, okay. So uh, also on that same sort of topic, if, um, if, if bandwidth is an issue for you, then um, just to, I, mean, I suppose, explore a little bit further what you were just saying about quality of audio is perhaps bear in mind or, or consider turning your video off if you are having bandwidth issues, because you're right. We, as long as you can hear the other person uh, and, and they don't need you to see them on screen or, or, or share a desktop or whatever, but if it's just essentially like a, a meeting, then you kind of go, well, actually, instead of sending really crappy video over the line and possibly see that your audio is suffering there as well, instead, why don't we just sort of go, well, let's turn the video off. Let's just talk sort of quote unquote on the phone. Um, but we can always turn it on for a little bit. So there's options there. Um, so you've mentioned Google Meet, um, Zoom, um, the Skype, mm -hmm. and other tools I can't think of right now, all of which um, support the feature to share desktops so people can see your screen. And obviously with webcams so we can we can see people. And I've had quite a few video meetings or video conferences where it's been pretty cool to be able to see the other people. And... Is it as good as in real life? I think it's different. I, I don't know if it's better. I don't know if it's worse. It's just different. I, I quite like being able to see the other people in the, in the virtual room. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of cool. I like it. Um, there's There's been a few meetings that I've had where I'm kind of like, do you know what? This this not only is just as good, it's, it is probably better. I think we should definitely do this from now on. It's, um, it, it's allowed us to revisit different priorities of why are we all coming from across the region to do this meeting? Why Why? didn't we just do it virtually before it's yeah out of an environment it's quicker it's easier and everyone can do it from the privacy of their home you don't have to wear trousers you know <laughs> there's many benefits to doing this um <laughs> i'm worried now you have a specific story to tell no no no, no it's just weird because i like um i was talking to dan about this this week and we were just sort of saying i would be really interested you know god willing when we come out of all of this to see how things might change like are, are people gonna are, are businesses gonna be saying actually you know we don't need the office space if you can facilitate working from home then that's that's something that we can do or like you say virtual meetings and everything like that so i would be interested to see how things maybe get mixed up a little bit afterwards yeah. i don't see why not I, oh, for sure yeah absolutely i i think for for different industries there are obviously some things which yes are, are unfortunately being affected perhaps more so um, at the moment, they have to go back to face to face. Mm. Um, we've, I mean, we've talked to a lot about this over the last couple of days. How fortunate we are yeah. as a digital skills training agency, where we're kind of like, actually, you know what? The impact on us hasn't been as great as maybe other businesses had, because we can still do what we do, this and, is true. And, and we are still doing what we do. You know, we we haven't we haven't slowed down, we haven't stopped. We we are just doing it differently, and for us, that's working really well. And I think we're very fortunate to be in that position. Uh, there are other businesses that I don't know. Uh, well, someone we spoke to this week, electrician, and you know when we we asked generally the group like, "How are you coping working from home?" and he maybe glibly but quite rightly said, "Do you know what? It's really difficult to do what I do from home." <laughs> and, and he's right. He can't. You know, he can't do it. He's got to be on site, mm. and so he's champing at the bit to you know just give the get the release to go back out and, and mm. you know and, and do stuff. Whereas I think maybe for us and similar businesses or businesses that can see that as an opportunity, we're kind of like, well, we don't need to. 
necessarily, I think there's going to be an opportunity for us to do face-to-face stuff going forward. But, I mean, we've been delivering virtual classroom courses for uh, uh, about six months, maybe just coming up. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and that that's given us a, a great launch, I suppose, into something like this where we kind of like, well, okay, yeah, we've got to go home, but we can still do this, this, and this. And that's, so that's what we've been doing. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think thinking about it as a, as a silver lining, I suppose, or, or as a, as a potential, there's going to be a few businesses that might have to pivot in this current situation and will come out of it looking a little bit different and offering services in a different way. So that's, that could be, um, a potential good opportunity. And hopefully, you know, of course we want everyone to come out of it, um, as quickly and as safely as possible. Mm-hmm. Of course. So <clears throat> just thinking about working from home, then we, we looked at, um, connectivity headsets or audio, video about lighting oh we we had i guess we we kind of had a problem with this again on the monday when i first tested my whole setup Mm -hmm. because you've you've got a lovely snazzy office Um, and and to to be fair though you had because you've got a single a very very strong is it south facing you've said i think Mm -hmm. you've told me this story yeah so south facing uh room with a with a quite a large velux window so light streams in so you've had to rejig your office a little bit i think you said that you had something reflecting yeah so so i I get lots of natural light and that's brilliant um it happens that window is on on the the normal configuration as it were the window's behind me so what it meant was that pretty much the entire room was lit behind me and that created massive overexposure for the camera and i had a shelving unit that was reflecting a lot of that light which caused even more overexposure on the other side of the room so (laughs) i just did um i suppose what we do within um in fact it was maybe a couple of weeks ago i believe james ibbotson was in um, talking to us about mise-en-scene which is um an expression essentially to mean everything in the scene is is there with purpose so we we've applied that here and kind of said well actually why can i just move it out of shot essentially and by moving the shelving out of shot it was no longer reflecting the light into the camera and that fixed that particular exposure issue and we've talked to lots of people this week when we've been talking to them about either video conferencing or working from home that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and saying well look it doesn't matter if you're in a room that's maybe your laundry room and and it's full of dirty laundry just move it out of shot It, it can be in front of you and you know it, it, it's it's only what people can see that's the point so when i make the joke about you know you have to wear trousers and it's okay i mean you should probably always wear trousers but it doesn't necessarily <laughs> matter what you're wearing mm, um just wear because, something yeah because most people in a video conference are shot from about the chest up so you can go well does it if you're more comfortable in your pajamas does that make a difference are you ever planning on being full body on webcam if you are of course you want to pay different attention but yeah if you're only going to be shot from the chest up I don't care what you've got on your feet or what you're wearing in trousers or whatever and mm. slippers. Yeah. Knock your socks off, whatever, but quite literally. It's, <laughs> yeah. But, it, but it's thinking about like what, what's, what, what can people see? And so, you know, I use laundry as an example because that's, that's certainly been my situation in the past where I've got, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're right. I've got an office at the moment, but I wasn't, haven't always had one. And so I've, I've shot videos in, in bedrooms and, dining rooms and you know like everyone else kitchen tables and you know think about what's behind you um think about the impression that gives because video conferencing is still a form of video so Mm -hmm. you know do you want that i don't know plate from last night 
to be in the shop. And if you don't, well, then move it. I don't care whether you wash it up or not. Just move it <laughs> somewhere else from Tuesday. Yeah. No, I was gonna. No, I was gonna yeah. say, go wash it up for Christ's sake. Well, yeah, but like, but that, I suppose that's my point. I don't care whether you wash it up or not. I'm not judging whether you do dishes every night. Yeah, I'm judging whether the it's frame. in the shop. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, sure, wash it up. But if you don't want to wash it up, that's none of my business. Just moving out the shot. And and it's it's creating that right environment. What I'm saying mm. is the only bit you need to be concerned with is a bit from the left of the screen to the bit to the right of the screen, top to bottom. Outside of that, no one's gonna see it. And frankly, probably no one's gonna care. So there is that. just choosing your environment, um, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But now you mentioned about like setup, um, I suppose like desks and stuff like that. Because lighting, I suppose this is where you were going originally on the whenever we did the test setup, mm. you were you were actually uh, had a window behind you, so you had a similar issue where it was massive overexposure behind you, um, and that that caused quite a lot of problems lighting you. So we were able to flip you one eighty, and then just mm-hmm. you were facing the window, which lit your face naturally, which is always going to be really good for anyone. Um, and as we sort of fixed the the issue that way, then you had to do a little bit of a jig around. I think with your furniture and um, yeah, a, well, an impromptu table or something. Well, to be fair, I'm quite lucky because today I'm working from the conservatory, which is where the dining table is. So, like, if I so when we've been video conferencing and stuff today with me, you know, using Wi-Fi, that magical thing, um, I'm I'm lit literally from every single angle, and then where my router is, where I have to plug in and make some kind of makeshift desk. Luckily, my router's sat on this random built into the wall box thing so i can make some kind of makeshift desk just grab a chair from the dining table chuck it over there but but also i'm kind of <laughs> half in the living room half in the hallway when, I, when i've set that up um so quite conveniently again shimmying that around i'm actually lit from multiple angles by natural light which means it is quite nicely balanced so not only does my fuzzy webcam um give me a good complexion but also i have a healthy glow from all this natural light going on so it's it's conveniently quite quite a good setup actually so excellent okay <laughs> cool cool i don't know if you've seen um there's a a, a photo of uh, boris johnson doing i guess like a a, a state address or an address mm-hmm. to the camera anyway and uh, he's sort of set up on this um sort of small table and I guess the point is that when you actually see the finished product, he just looks like he's sat at a desk talking to the, to the nation kind of thing. Mm. And actually, when a different shot was taken slightly further back, it reveals that he's sort of sat in the middle of a room with no one around him, quite rightly, two meters distance. Um, hmm. But he's just on this sort of slightly more rickety looking table. Um, yeah. And I suppose it kind of plays into, A, what we're saying about backgrounds and choose what's in the scene, but also the expression that uh, I know we both love of never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Absolutely. And so to your case, <clears throat> yes, you're sat halfway in and out of the hallway, <laughs> but that's not necessarily apparent from the viewer. Mm. So had you not told anyone, I don't think anyone really would have noticed. I, I mean, I've seen you pretty much almost solid for the last five days on, on some form of webcam. And I'm kind of like, okay, I have approximate, approximate understanding of, about where you are, but it doesn't look weird the way you're describing it is, is more weird from your perspective because you're aware of your surroundings. Yes. In the same way that the way my webcam's set up, most people have never seen a whole half of my office because it only mm. shows you one half. <laughs> so I don't happen to have laundry or dirty dishes 
to them. <laughs> other days. <laughs> some, or some discarded days, bottles of Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. But it, I could have. It's just the way it's set up. Mm. So it could just be tucking yourself into a corner, tucking yourself out of a corner, but just thinking about what's in the background and, you know, are you situated in the best place? And I, like, I would choose somewhere probably where I get the best signal. I would rather have, like, I would go downstairs into a, a utility room and, and film there. If it go give me a better signal or if I could plug mm. directly into router or whatever, I'm just by coincidence, my router comes straight into the office. So this is actually the best place for me. But any other thoughts or if, if no other obstacles are there any wins that you've had this week where you can like, ah, oh, nice. My, I've gotten my... so much done. <laughs> okay. So... Oh, actually, sorry. One last obstacle I would probably say, but it's not digitally related. So can we talk about it or? Sure. Just... Well, it's it's just about that. I fi- I've I've discovered that I find it very hard to separate um, home life and work life because I I have my own business on the side. So like I I do work from home when we've previously been you know. Um, pre-COVID-19 um, when I've been working from an office space but I think it's probably you know made worse or you know heightened by the fact that we can't literally go anywhere so that that doesn't really allow you to separate the two things but I have found myself uh, weirdly enough because I didn't think this would happen always thinking about work <laughs> it's like not really separating myself from it so I'll, I'll sort of start thinking about work at 8am and then I'll be working up until 8.30 doing something, whether it's my own stuff or just do like making notes on other things. It's really weird. But I mean, I don't know if anyone else has that, but. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a podcast, so we can't ask the audience. <laughs> um, so this is where just... your accents come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no. Okay. So just so I'm saying correctly, are you saying that working from home is allowing you to have a better work-life balance? no worse oh worse okay it, it, it's actually it's actually i i feel like every waking second is either filled with work or Got filled you. with me trying to think of something to do that's not work okay and, and i'm saying i think it's made worse because of the situation that we're in because we okay. don't have the option to go to the park or go to the beach or go right. to the gym or whatever okay sorry i thought you were talking about obstacles that you'd ho- overcome so this is an obstacle oh, no. you have. okay so yeah. um so one thing that I have for that um, is, uh, as, as you mentioned, uh, I have my office. And so mm. I tend not to come to my office except for work. So, um, and I mean that in every possible sense of the word, but whether a, an in-house office or, or not. So for me, I do find it slightly easier where I kind of mm. go, right, I'm only in this room. If I'm in this room, I'm working. And if I'm not in this room, then I'm not working. Um, but I think as, as long as you can have that type of mentality. So for you, it could be a dining room table and that's fine. Mm. And then, I mean, obviously, you, you may well eat there as well, but it, it could just be having like a specific chair. Do you know? Like, so yeah. it, it, like where you're sat right now, obviously, I, I can see you as well. But if that's your work chair, then maybe making a conscious effort to go, right, and when I'm eating here, I'm going to go sit the other side of the table. I, I don't know if that works for you, but like just having some sort of mental break to kind of go, nope, I'm not in work mode right now. I'm in pasta mode. And certainly, I, I'm not saying this is appropriate right now, but like in the past, we've talked to me about working from home, and I don't, I don't remember who to attribute this concept to, but I heard someone once say something like, um, th- "There's basically someone who leaves the house every morning, even though he works from home. He goes, uh, I want to maybe like to 
pick up the paper or maybe just for a walk or something mm. he comes back and so the mental connection is i've arrived at my office i'm now yeah. in work mode there's people who wear certain things so like you get up and i think it's different when i work from home because it's fairly infrequent that i'm more inclined to kind of go oh, i'm working from home so it doesn't matter i'll just mm. wear pajamas all day or i'll just put jeans in a a, a t-shirt at the end of the bed it's like it's, it's fine i'm just having like a work from home because i've got something specific i need to do it's not important whereas if it's be a part of your regular routine then i know some people who kind of go no no i get dressed for work i put on a a, a shirt i put on a pair of trousers or whatever mm. whereas normally um you know i, I would wear jeans and a t-shirt or something and so yeah. you go right so what do you do at five o'clock or whatever and they go i get changed i i quote unquote come home and i get changed so i think just having some sort of disconnect um, mm. where if you if you you know if you don't have necessarily a room you can use you can have a chair if you it how you dress is um if, if appropriate and, I, and i'm gonna say it's very loosely because i don't want to give people the wrong advice but if it's appropriate and you, and you can leave the house for your daily exercise or something like that mm-hmm. it, or maybe it's just like going into the garden i don't know I, yeah. i'm woefully ill-qualified medically to give any advice so please don't do this if it's not safe to do so but even if you just like leave the house uh, in into your back garden and you walk around it a couple of times and then you come back in and if that's the mental state you're going to go boom now i'm in work mode then that can help but i think end of day stuff is is certainly more where i tend to struggle um it's easier now that i can just literally leave the office and close the door and go boom i'm done fine but if if you are mixing that work place and that home place or non-work place then i think I've certainly been guilty of it in the past where I'm, I find myself like an hour after uh, I've done everything I wanted to do that day. I'm still sat with my laptop on my lap, just kind of going, Oh, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just going to do some extra work. I'm just going to write another blog post. I'm just going to do something. So, okay. So there's, there's lots of obstacles that we've had to face and overcome uh, like many people. And again, I'm going to preface with, I appreciate that we've had, very much the better end of that stick i I think there's lots of people who have it worse than us but let's let's shift gears and talk about what's the what are the good things what have you what have you faced that you're kind of like oh cool i didn't realize that would be as good as that i mean we've actually had really good feedback from from people who've been doing virtual training with us Mm -hmm. um and they've said that they actually i mean one person actually came turned around and said they preferred it to face to face and um i i don't think we took offense when we heard that, but uh, <laughs> on reflection, oh, I, th- I think it was specifically directed at you. To be honest, <laughs> I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. But um, it's normally she moves too much. Um, I'm tired watching her. So, but no, I, I think I think the the positives. And again, like like we've said, this is very much fortunate for what we do. You know who we are and, and all that kind of thing and the service we deliver. But have been sort of this seamless transition, and and I've actually found it very enjoyable delivering training in a different way um mm-hmm. i've really really enjoyed that so that's a positive but that's absolutely. very personal i, I yeah. understand yeah absolutely but no I, I i agree i think um the the you know that there's some very specific feedbacks come back but but generally um mm. it has been uh well not even generally overwhelmingly it's, it's been positive yeah um i think the initial wave i suppose of people who recognize why we're doing it that way um will the the time will be the test i suppose to see whether people still feel dead excited about it um because goodness knows how long 
um, mm. whatever this is, is is going to be. Um, but um, but yeah, I think I, I I would reflect that as well. I think the the online training, excuse me, the virtual training um, has been. I mean, I I always had a good feeling about it and thought it was going to work well. But seeing it in practice, you kind of go, okay, yeah, that's yeah. actually a, a really good fit. Um, and it, and it's nice to hear people kind of go, yeah, it didn't feel second best. It, yeah. it was really good. And you go, nice. And awesome. and for other businesses as well, I guess it's it's if you obviously if you are able to, then um, sort of trying to be creative in that sense and and trying to figure out a way of being able to deliver your services or or anything like that virtually don't I mean it is sad because face-to-face training is you get to feed off of people you you know you you really get to respond to what people are doing so again for for me and probably I mean I don't know if I can speak for yourself but we we very much like being in a room with people and just going off on tangents sometimes and chatting through stuff And, and sometimes the virtual training we've done before we always said oh well we might have to be more structured because we are teaching a topic in this time. You don't get that much response from people. So that feedback isn't necessarily there, but the courses that, or the training we've done this week, I think it's just the mentality and the attitude that we had towards it where we're like, well, we want to deliver this. This is, this is no longer face-to-face versus virtual. This is, this is our training now, mm-hmm. maybe. So I guess we were making the most of that and it was really, really fun. So if anyone does have the ability to do that for their business, then try and be creative and just enjoy the experience. I guess. Absolutely. Trying to make it trying to make it more applicable for the people. I think. Yeah. No. No. Fair enough. I'm, I, you know, I think there's always that silver lining, um, mm. or hopefully, hopefully is. Um, I think I was asked a similar question uh, yesterday on a um, a, a broadcast um, where. Um, anyway, the, the point was, also, you know, what positives, what have you liked to have seen? And um, I've I've quite enjoyed seeing how many people have res- uh, responded to this uh, to this situation. Um, I know it hasn't been consistently brilliant, um, but for the, the overwhelming majority, people are, are doing some really cool things. And mm. I gave the example of what we've been able to do in responding to people where we've had drop-in surgery sessions uh, in this virtual room where we said, you know, at any time you can always just jump in, even if it's just from a, a social isolation perspective, you just want to come into the room and just have a chat with me and you. Um, but we'll also help you out. If you've got questions about how to do something at home, how to connect this two thing together, how to, you know, how to overcome a digital obstacle, but, but that's not really why we did it. We just kind of went, you know what, we've got the technology you know, readily available to us that we can help in some small way. And I recognize that that's not, you know, we're not curing anything. We're not finding a vaccine or anything like that, but we've, we've helped people and lots of other companies have also mm. had the opportunity of taking opportunity to do some really cool things. So, you know, I'm eternally an optimist, so I'm always going to see the good in people. And so that's, that's definitely an, a thing that I've seen as part of the bigger uh, COVID reaction as far as working from home, I've always been a fan of working from home when appropriate. So I recognize that in myself, um, there are specific tasks that I do that I do better at home. There are specific tasks that I do that I do not do better <laughs> at home. And um, so I've, I've had to manage my time d- differently because mm. I would only normally work from home. You know, there's days where I just say to you, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be in on such and such a day because I am whatever you know writing a thing i'm doing a a specific Mm. task 
But then equally, I know that if it's something else, then I recognize in myself, I'm kind of like, well, you know, what? I, I don't like that as much. There's a good chance I'm going to procrastinate. Uh, I think I need to be, um, you know, surrounded by a different environment. That hasn't been the case. Um, and so, I mean, I'm just being honest. Um, I think there's lots of people that are quite willing to say things like that to me, maybe a bit more off the record. Mm. Um, but I, I would say pretty much everyone I've spoken to, if if, if they're honest with themselves, fall into that boat. Um, very few people I meet are just kind of like nailing it from day one. I'm just going to go, no, no, totes. yeah, I haven't been on YouTube at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no point people... in that I get distracted by... <laughs> anything in my house yeah yeah <laughs> so i've sorted out my entire pantry and you go, yeah <laughs> good when did you do that tuesday between 10 and <laughs> okay cool and that's fine i'm not i'm not i'm not judging if you know if, if sorting out your pantry needs to be done and, and that's what helps you get stuff done great mm -hmm. but if you you know if you should be working on something else and you're working from home and that's a distraction then you, you know I, i'm i'm not a, a productivity or a time-saving expert yeah and there are plenty of them around and some brilliant ones so uh, i would encourage yeah. you to reach out and you know <laughs> speak, speak to some of those guys because they'll they'll definitely give you better advice than than i ever can but i think recognizing of myself that i have that issue help me you know so like admitting you have a problem is the first step to recovery type thing yeah. i think the naivety that i was worried about is when you just kind of say oh, i'm gonna work from home it'll be fine and then three days later you go well i've watched all of youtube <laughs> so that that was I cool completed netflix <laughs> <laughs> i win i finished it and you kind of go well good i mean i i i, I joked around um the, the, uh, just earlier today um about uh I don't like you know. Oh, this weekend I I can finally catch up on um you know my my Netflix box sets or my Amazon or whatever whatever TV service you choose. Um, but then it's kind of like well yeah, but there's always something to do. Uh, whether you know personally around the house or, or professionally, we you know we never have nothing to do. Mm. Um, but that, that's not the same as saying we're always doing something. I think we, oh, know, yeah. we we both recognize it ourselves. We have days where we like we're working our ass off, and you know we're basically doing like eighteen hours of work into a six hour day. But then equally, we have days where we work an eighteen hour day and we've done an hour's work. <laughs> so it balances out. But yeah, I, I think that's that's something that I think it's given me the opportunity to to change my style of work and just to kind of look at different apps or different tools or different whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that I won't necessarily get into because they're, they're, you know, like I say, I'm not necessarily qualified to um, to speak to their effect. Um, but just, you know, there's a variety of of things you can look for um, that uh, that help you address those issues. You have to figure out what works for you as well, though. Mm -hmm. I I learned a lot when it came to me studying at uni, and I would legitimately work really well in the morning, have lunchtime and genuinely want a nap and I would then watch iPlayer for at least two and a half hours and I resented myself for it every day and, and it gets to the point where you sort of go but you know that that's what you're going to do so let that be your pattern and then pick the work up later or wake up early and have a longer morning and work for longer in the morning and I think if if you're able to obviously depending on what your business is or you know what what you're required to do throughout the day just be sympathetic with yourself and sort of you know, if you're the kind of person who, because people say, put your washing away, shut the door, you know, don't focus on these things you need to do in your house type thing. If you're the kind of person who needs to get that done before you can crack on with work, let yourself do one of those things. So if it's washing the dishes, get it done. 
and then you can sit down and work or if it's putting the washing away then maybe do that I I personally think that helps me because then I'm kind of like I've done that one thing and it's not something that I feel like is building up in my mind to have to do um, but something that I saw that was really good my friend works at Newcastle University I'm part of a, a research team there and they've put out on social media as well as obviously private emails to all of their um employees basically saying we understand that working from home is difficult and that you have distractions people have children people have dogs people have things to do in the house so um you know if if that's the case and we're fully sympathetic towards the fact that you won't be able to work the normal hours with the same degree of you know uh, focus that mm-hmm. you normally do so that's okay and we're here to support you through that in whatever way we can i'm kind of like you i think you know whether you're an employee or whether you're a business owner if you can give yourself that degree of flexibility as well that will help you get through this because berating yourself every day is going to be a pretty shoddy experience (laughs) if that's where you get to absolutely yeah sorry that was a little bit of a little bit of a monologue there no 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 i uh... I like it i think i I recognize that we've we've maybe we've drifted off digital but i I think all useful and and helpful things even if it's just as a chat between you and I. Um, but I think this is a good place to end it. Um, well, because we've done, um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm, I'd like to think that, um, you know, whoever is out there listening, um, this has been helpful for you. And, um, as always, it's just me and Amy having a chat. Um, it's not, uh, we're not saying we've got the right answers. We're just, you're just listening in on a conversation. essentially mm-hmm. what we're doing here. Um, but yeah, we'll maybe end it there um if you do if you do have any thoughts you can always tweet us at talk digital chat uh, fire us an email at studio at talk digital dot chat um and um might see if we can get maybe it's worth seeing if we can get someone to come on as a guest oh um, yeah and uh and maybe talk a bit more about some of these things from a position of more authority than we've got um as far as like time saving productivity goes i know a couple of people maybe reach out to them super cool okie dokie well we're gonna hopefully using this technology to record episodes um however i normally say chat to you next week uh i'm gonna do my best to chat to you next week but i have no guarantees <laughs> um but uh whatever you're up to out there hopefully yourself uh, safe and well and uh, we'll talk to you almost certainly next week